This is the Casey Casey Podcast. Halloween special. Prepare to be creeped out by a comedian and a musician. As they tell some scary stories to shock and amaze you on this the spookiest of nights. All Hallows Eve. Shut up, shut up, I was recording the whole time. Welcome everyone to episode 13 of the KD and Kersey podcast, the Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> okay, do you want to get going then? Absolutely. Um, do you want to Do you want to go first with your stories? I don't mind, I've just got the one. A film was based on this as well eventually. Okay. Yeah, very yeah. loosely, very loosely. Yeah, okay. Uh, do you want me to leave that for now, and I'll, when you figure out the topic, then we can I can tell you what film it is. Yeah, it? yeah, do it that way because I might okay. I might figure it out. You, well, if I if I said the first sentence, it, you would figure it out because it's got the name of the film in it. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> okay, then. so this is the story of Annalise Michael. Annalise was born on the 21st of September 1952 in Bavaria, West Germany. She was raised in a Roman Catholic family alongside her parents, Joseph and Anna M- Michael. I think it's Michael. Is and it Mi- I think it's either Michael or, or Michael. We-, we can do both. It doesn't matter. I, 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 I probably won't Michael. say her last name. I don't Michael. think again. So we start in 1968. Well, you know, she was born in 52, but who cares until 1968. <laughs> in September... When Annalise was 16 years old, she suffered her first episode in which she lost consciousness. She also stated that during the following night, she had the sensation that something was, you might um, know about this, she had the sensation that something was sitting on her chest, pinning her to a bed. Sounds a bit like what we discussed in one of our uh, episodes. It does indeed. What was that again? (laughs) Uh, That would be sleep paralysis for anyone. Episode three? Maybe like one of the first third yeah hold on i think it was two actually was it two man we've gone we've flown by haven't we now how great is it that just by pure i mean that we planned it this way (laughs) special was number 13 sleep paralysis was episode number two there we go there we go and rajneesh purim if i believe that's right indeed yeah okay so i have memory sometimes it's not when i'm on stage well in 1969 then now uh, so 11 months later, Annalise suffered another similar episode. This time, Annalise would be taken by her mother to see Dr. Vot, the family doctor. Family doctor. They would also meet with neurologist Dr. Luffy, who gave Annalise an EEG brain scan. However, the results showed that there was no irregular brain activity. The doctors decided that it was some type of seizure that had caused it, most likely due to temporal lobe epilepsy. Temporal lobe epilepsy. That, that is important later. Mm-hmm. By the time she was 20, she had suffered two more similar episodes. Following the 1970 episode, she was given an anticonvulsant, and after the 1972 one, she was described an anti-seizure medication as well. Each time she was given another EEG scan, both of which showed no evidence for the cause of the symptoms, but things would get very strange very quick from here on out. Okay, so she was 16 there, so she's going to be this is nearer to when she's 20 now is that how old yeah. she was man i thought she was a bit older than no 16 when it started and this next wow. week now is between yeah i think this is 20 when it starts <clears throat> got you during spring of 1973 annalise began to hear knocking sounds in her bedroom at night but the knocks were not only heard by annalise but her other sisters as well also shared the room which i thought was especially interesting that part yeah because you can probably see where a lot of this is going, and a lot of it will be a debate of mental illness or something yeah. else. Yeah. So they were heard by other people too, though. The knocks would eventually turn into a sinister voice that would repeatedly damn her to hell. Her mother also said that it was around this time that she witnessed her daughter staring furiously at a statue of the Virgin Mary with, and I quote, eyes turned black, yeah, black, and her hands seemed to turn into paws with thick claws. Sounds like the mum was having some issues. It does seem like that. 
<laughs> there was a lot of people that saw some, there's more as well further on. Yeah. A lot of people did they see some stuff yeah. going on. Because I actually have a bit of I don't outright No, yeah, that too. But yeah. I don't outrightly dismiss all this yep. at all. So in September of the same year, Annalise would once again visit neurologist Dr. Luffy. Dr. Luffy. During the meeting, Annalise described the demonic faces that she would see over and over, tormenting horrendously. She also stated that she felt the devil was inside her and also said that she would regularly be able to smell the aroma of the smokiest of all poops. A stench of, pa- of poops. A poops. A poo-poo. A smoky poo. A smoky poo. A smoky poo. Or a smoker's poo, like someone who smokes. So, Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, it was a stench that apparently everyone around her could not only also smell, but somehow apparently distinguish as the aforementioned burnt poop. So apparently everyone in her family knows what burnt poop smells like. A stinking shit. <laughs> in all fairness, it probably would be quite easy to figure out what uh, burnt yeah. poop Yeah, it's like. like, you know when you can smell like, uh, I don't know, like cow shit. In, like, no, yeah. you, you know when you, when, you go, like, when you wake up and you've got a nasty taste in your mouth and it tastes like shit. My mouth yeah, yeah. Like how would you know what to... Well, because I know what it smells like, because I can smell. Yeah. That, that's what it smells like. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, licking at the bum holes as well, tells you. Uh, I mean, never tried that, so, um, you know. Oh, you need to get more flexible, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was at this time of the burn poop and all that stuff that she was saying to the neurologist mm. that Annalise's mother told Dr. Luffy about the strange events that had been happening at home. According to her, it was Dr. Luffy that first advised them to consult a Jesuit, a religious official... Following this, the family would search for a priest to help Annalise, which they eventually found one called Father Alt, who agreed to help them. Father Alt. Do you reckon there's there's a a father control and delete as well? Ernest Alt. Ernest Alt. Ernest. I don't know what that means, really. But Ernest Alt. Ernest Alt. But when he agreed to help them, obviously, it wasn't a case of, okay, I'm going to help you. This was 1973. You couldn't just go straight in and, like, you know, ah, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Takes a bit of time. Yeah. 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 In November of the same year, Annelise would also meet... I don't know what this means. I meant to check, actually. You might know. Mm -hmm. Um, Annelise would also meet with a Freudian Freudian psychiatrist. F-R-E-U-D-I-A-N. Freudian. I think it's something to do with German because this is... uh, She was in West Germany. Where would that be? Um, West Germany was... Yeah, so that would be the Allied side, wouldn't it? West Germany. Uh, it's considered to be the founder of a psychodynamic approach to psychology, which looks to unconscious joys to explain human behavior. Basically, there's a fancy word oh, for a psychologist. A psycho- it seems like a one side of one form of thinking for psychology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this was like someone that went on the Freudian basis for whatever that guy came up with then. Again. Yeah, so named after him, yeah. Yeah, but um, either way though, it's probably wrong anyway. So yeah. probably not going to help Foodian people if they still exist, <laughs> uh, because they diagnosed her as a neurotic with possible epilepsy. He then put her on Tagnitol, something like that, a much stronger anticonvulsant drug that she'd been on previously. During this time, we see there's not a lot of information in regards to what the priests are actually doing during this time and 1975 that we'll get to yeah. in a minute. But I'm guessing they were just keeping an eye on her and they were talking to the bishops, trying to get the idea going. Do you know? Have you figured out what film it is yet, or what it might be? I know what it is. What? I know. I do know this story, but I, I didn't want to just jump in and be like, "Oh, I know this," because I, I do. Lo- I love. I love hearing about this uh, exorcism of Emily Rose. There you go, good yeah. man. It is indeed yeah. the exorcism of Rose, which is available on Netflix right now. I was going to watch is it, it last night. Yep, okay, I was going to watch it go. last night, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do it because I don't want to get scared. Because I'm not good with ghost stuff. I believe in it. It freaks me out when I'm high. I'm not going to lie. Don't forget, it's a courtroom drama, horror film. So it's taken to the ghost. Did you possess this young child? Yeah, it's it's classed oh. as more of a courtroom drama. I can't remember. I know I've watched yeah. it ages ago. I just know it's got the woman from Dexter in it. And I want to watch it again. Jennifer Glitch, who was also in quarantine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is available on Netflix and Amazon, I think. We should get... We should get paid by these people. We what should. The hell are going on? These should be our sponsors. <laughs> Amazon, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So, 1975. This is when it all starts getting a lot weirder. So, Annalise's extremely odd behaviour and strange occurrences surrounding her begin to worsen. She no longer slept, replacing it with non-stop 
desperate, vehement pray, uh, prayers, praying. She would eat spiders and flies in her bedroom. She would lick her own pee pee off the floor, which I apparently, which I assume she weed herself too. Yeah. Or, you know, to get asked, yeah, couldn't be asked to go to the toilet. Just, just catch it, catch here and take a little leak. But um, yeah. she would also destroy any and all religious items in the house and began to show. Oh, it? She began to show show superhuman strength. Which would be witnessed by not only the family but others too outside of the family, the doctor, the priests, etc. All testify the same thing. Uh, examples of this uh, strength include her launching a sister across the room, quote, as if she were a rag doll, and her being able to effortlessly squeeze an apple in one hand until, quote, fragments exploded throughout the room, which is hard to do. It is hard have to you, do. Have it's you ever tried? I've never, I've never been able to squash an apple. I think um, I remember seeing it in a film and trying to do it when I was a kid. Just like it's impossible. It'd be it, impossible, no. It, it's, I can squash an orange, and so can you I with can. a hammer as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. I've never been able to squash an apple in my hand. I have tried. I love apples, but what <laughs> would you want to squash an apple? Just eat it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's the point of the story. Exactly. But, uh, during this time, then Father Alt was meeting with repeatedly was repeatedly visiting Annalise and relaying his opinions back to the Catholic Church advising them that she needs to be considered for an immediate exorcism, which is something that, of course, the Vatican is regularly involved in and trains a priest for. They've always done it. Uh, grown in popularity since the 90s, probably since, like, exorcism and things like that. Yeah, hmm. yeah apparently they had, there was, like, a shortage of them, and they had to, like, train a load of new ones, like, in 2011. Oh. Some, some, one of the 2010s, somewhere around there. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, even if... You know, obviously, I'm not a religious person at all. I mm-hmm. think most of it's just bullshit. Yeah. But doesn't mean that there's not, like, some truth in it, but it's just seen as something else to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. And okay, yeah. a lot... I've read so many things about stuff that's gone on in, like, real exorcist, other ones, like, and mm-hmm. video stuff, of people, like, somehow managing to, like, just turn and break their neck, you know, like, doing yeah. stuff that you just shouldn't be able to do, but they can do it in that situation. Yeah, it's... It's creepy, and I love stuff. I kind of love stuff about exorcisms, but it kind of creeped me out as well. And yeah. this, this one, <laughs> originally I was thinking about doing the one that the exorcism, the original exorcism film, yeah. was based on. Yeah. But there's not, from what I've gathered, there's no guarantee that that's actually real. There's not that yeah. much evidence. This one is a bit more agreed upon. Well, you've got photographic and audio, uh, audio evidence with this. This you? one, yeah. And and video, yeah. yeah. I haven't included video in this, but there is video too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just her arriving around doing stuff. That you realise yeah. at the end as well, she shouldn't even been able to do the small stuff she was doing in the bed. Because, because of how, because of how, how old she was. And but, physically, because of yeah. stuff that happened with her bones. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the same year as the apple smashing thing, yeah. um, Father Rodwick, who was considered an expert in exorcisms and the possessed, was convinced that she was suffering from demonic possession. So in September of the same year, Bishop Joseph Stenge approved her exorcism to be carried out by another priest, Father Renz. I think we've already mentioned him. Yeah. So, on September 24th, 1975, the first of many exorcism rites of Annalise were conducted at a residence. During the exorcisms, the priest would begin to communicate with the six demons that were said to be held within her, for which she named, there was, uh, Nero Belial, that's gotta be Cain! <laughs> Lucifer himself, Hitler, and also there was Judas in, Judas in Annalise as well. And the leaves as well. I, I, I love Nero. Brother Nero is inside her. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler too. Let's just not let's not ignore that. Hitler was there. It, it was Hitler a demon though. By that point, I mean he'd he, probably just he'd be in the I was gonna say it'd be like the deep um section of hell getting whipped by Satan himself, wouldn't they? Where would a the demon. demon Where would the demons be realistically though? God knows. But the, the, there's a bit of weirdness, though. I haven't yeah. included it in the recordings where she's talking and they're like, but what about the sixth one? It's like, we yeah. lied about him. <laughs> and then they also talk about, um, at one point, she was possessed by another, an excommunicated priest called Valentin Fleischmann, okay. who was a priest that was kicked out of a church in the 1500s for bad behaviour. But this was considered extremely chilling to Father Rolt. 
and the others who stated there was literally no way she could have known about that because it just wasn't public knowledge yeah. and the internet didn't exist, you know. Mm. But that's really interesting, that part to me. I don't remember that bit, I will mm. say. It is all recorded as well. Like they've, yeah. um, that's, that's another thing. I forgot to mention this, actually. She was also, during all the recordings, um, a lot of them have been uh, translated because she was speaking in Latin the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she never knew Latin. She wasn't fluent in Latin, but yeah, she was suddenly speaking an old Latin. That, yeah, a dead language that nobody yeah. really uses anymore. Yeah, man. And, it, and once again, a time before the internet where you could say, well, she could go online if someone could teach her. No, not then. No, not now. Not now. So, Imagine that, Duolingo, like, just pops out of a book. <laughs> would you like to learn Latin? <laughs> yes, I would. Oh, like, and I'll have six demons in me at the same time, please. Oh, when you said Duolingo as well, my mind went to... I don't know what all these musician people are called. I thought it was Duolifa for a second as well. So it made it even better in my head. Duolifa. Well, it's Duolifa. 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 I think her name hey. is. That's so why you're a musician. Yeah, but I don't listen to crap like that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Some, some of the mainstream music is annoyingly catchy. It's, they're not always bad songs. Yeah. It's just people don't write them normally. That's the yeah. issue. Takes about, it takes seven producers just to write one catchy hit that gets yeah. the number one in the charts. Yeah. But then Bohemian Rhapsody was written by one person. It's very true. Very true. Um, yeah, okay. So at this point then, with all that other stuff, um, yeah, we need to mention. Oh, well, we've already mentioned it. That they were all recorded, some by video, mm-hmm. mainly audio. Um, so, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play a couple of the audio clips. Oh, um, it will start oh. with her regular voice, and you'll see a picture of her on the screen, too. It's a very small picture, so it will be pretty much visible still. Okay. Okay, then. So, yeah, so it will start off with her as her normal self, and then there'll be a few different versions. I think it's like mm-hmm. 57 seconds, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's have a listen. And I'm going to go and hide in the corner. Same. Bye. I was so I was so happy so happy that stopped. I don't really get scared of like well not even scared, just like creeped out by a lot of things, but that it's just the it's just horrible. And because yeah. I, I've heard it before and I know the bits where you talk about and she's speaking about all the demons about Hitler. That bit is so horrible. Sound like Gollum. I'm glad that's over though. I'm glad I'm laughing at it just because I'm crying inside, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So by May 1976, Annalise was said to be much worse. She'd begin hurting herself and others, <coughs> repeatedly hitting her own head against the wall and biting herself and others when they tried to help her. Her family stated they were left with no choice but to tie her up to stop her from doing further damage to herself, which I kind of get at this point. I don't know if she should... Hmm, yeah. Difficult decision, isn't it, to make? Yeah, but she made it for him in the end, though, because yep. it backfired badly because she refused to eat. Um, right. Stated, and I quote: "She was not that she was saying she was not permitted to eat. I'm guessing by the demons inside." And once again, as well, though, despite her weighing less than about eighty pounds at this point, she was still said to exhibit great strength when people attempted to restrain her, which is just mad. weird too. Pretty mad. By June, her condition had worsened even further. She had lost even more weight and was said to have had a fever, but refused all medical help as the family was still trying to push it on her. 
So they were, because they took a drug, other doctors, a psychiatrist, this is yeah. the thing that people don't seem to get. They were still trying, but I'm yeah. guessing she was an adult at that point, technically, so. There's only so much they could do. Yeah, which I am a bit confused about with what happens later on. Yeah. But, um, so later the same month, then another exorcism was performed on her. Uh, she begged for absolution. The next morning, her family found her dead in her bed. Uh, yeah, she died of starvation and dehydration at the age of 23 after enduring 67 exorcisms performed on her. Um, wow. Yeah. This is what I was mentioning earlier. Um, an autopsy revealed that she had two broken knees from the endless praying as well. And they were like, she, she should not have been able to move around at all on her own. Yeah, so yeah. then picking her up, her pushing her away. And even in the yeah. recordings near the end, she's all rolling around, moving her legs and doing oh, yeah. stuff. And it's like, she's got two broken knees at that point. that mm. apparently she would have hardly been able to use. Yeah. And it shows how much she must have been praying if, you know, she was getting that. Because I didn't, it was this weird phrase I used for it. I was like, what does the word mean? I looked, it's like, oh, over praying. Okay. Maybe it's the way. The, the movement she used to do, like she used to like quickly yeah. go down on it, like straight down on the knees, and like you know when you crack your knees off the floor. <laughs> yeah, maybe she was just giving head too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think she was picking up. The, uh, she's probably picking up a lot of the uh, short change on the floor that she kept finding and uh, offering it as a, I don't know, something to those demons. Change. Found some money for you. Found some money now. Found some money now. Hitler is the money. Take the money back to Argentina, Hitler. Take the mesh. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> it was also discovered that her brain. Oh yeah, this is the thing. When they um, so they did like the autopsy in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, her brain showed absolutely no signs of any type of temporal lobe epilepsy, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of them said was the reason That's for right. it all. Yeah. She was said to have a completely healthy and normal brain, no physical reason whatsoever for any of her conditions. Apparently, a lot of the epilepsy and all that kind of stuff, you would see it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's um, patterns in the brain for it. Like. Yeah. Um, it's, I suppose it would be the neurologist who would have a look yeah, at I it. Yeah, I mean, the, the physical, like, when you look at the brain. Yeah. They know what they're looking for, man. Yeah, one thing they've been able to do for a long amount of... I was about to say, you know, this is 1965, though, but at the same time, mm. I just thought one thing they have never had an issue with was cutting up dead people to see what happened to them afterwards. So they probably did know what a dead, you know, yeah. brain like this should look like. Yeah, definitely. But, um, I mean, after that, there was an investigation. The state prosecutor maintained that um, her death could have been prevented even one week before she died. What were you going to say, sorry? No, I'm just going, just going to say this bit. This oh, bit. yeah. I mean, I don't know what my opinion is on this bit, to be honest. Um, in 1976, the state charged her parents and priest, um, Alt and Arnold Renz, with negligent homicide. During the case, her body was exhumed and tapes were played to the court of the exorcisms over the 11 months that led to her death. Naturally, the court repeatedly refused to even consider the concept of possession. Hmm. Father Old, Father Rems and the parents were all found guilty of negligent homicide in 1978 and sentenced to six months in jail, which was eventually suspended alongside three years of probation, which was still a heavier sentence than the prosecution requested, though. They wanted the priest to, for the looks of it, more fines that kind of thing hmm. and the parents to be found guilty but not actually punished in any way because they felt they'd suffered enough and that was actually some kind of german law as well back then yeah yeah but they ignored all that anyway though many felt it was a case of misidentification of mental illness uh but some of the evidence of witness testimonies if actually had a different picture yeah so nothing really happened to them in the end anyway basically they yeah. got they did get found guilty for it but they got suspended sentence and just three years probation Fair. um and that's the story I, I hate I hate that they got charged for it. It's just it's, crazy. It, it's one of them. Like I, I'm just a bit confused of the of the law. Like say if up until they're I don't know. Let's say if they're up, up until they're 25, they're treated as kids still. So yeah. the parents are their guardians. Then yeah, yeah I get, it, I get yeah. that because you should force them to go to the doctor's even if she's like no, <laughs> Hitler will come for you. Hitler does not like the doctors. <laughs> he wants a lollipop. Lollipop. <laughs> what? What's your final verdict on it all? Because I know watching the film probably doesn't really help 
and yeah. but going to watch like well listen to the audio and see the footage and the photos um uh, it, it's hard to say isn't it you know but yeah I'm i think in what you know uh, what you think sorry i mean i believe all of that can happen i believe all the i don't believe they're demons and that yeah. the religious people are the be all and know all of what they are but i <laughs> think there's legitimacy to it yeah that's fair uh, i actually kind of believe this one yeah same yeah. I um, I have a, a feeling about it, and as I mentioned, every time I listen to the audio of that, it just creeps me out. And I think it it's because I do gen- genuinely um, believe some of it. Um, but if you take it back to like, have you seen much about the Enfield case, um, where the the sister um, or young girl was um, claiming that she was possessed by a demon? My boy Bill. It was uh, the demon. It was a ghost right. or something. His name was Bill, and he comes in at night, and that's how he, and that's how she talks. Um, can't think of the, the girl's name. You'll have to go and watch it. Um, yeah, it, it sounds slightly familiar. Well, Enfield, they, uh, the haunting, con- I think. Enfield haunting. Yeah, in Conjuring Two, they um, it's one of oh, the main story for it. Oh, okay, that's why I recognise it. Yeah, yeah. What about the um, the two? What are the names again? The two. Um, Ghost Hunters, ain't it? Oh, uh, Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, uh, Warren. Warren, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like based on this family, and it's like the one sister claims that she's um, possessed. And guess what? It turns out that it was all fake, and she was just faking it. And there's, there's photos. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, there's photos oh. where um, it looks like she's elevating off the floor, and she used to say that it, like, this ghost or demon or ghost used to throw her across the bedroom and it's literally just her jumping up in the air like this <laughs> oh anyway. in that photo yeah yeah and it was well, proven that she was making it all up well i mean that's so, and i think that's why something like this may get confused uh with something like that and it's yeah. disappointing but it'd be, it'd be silly though at the same time yeah it was it was yeah it would it's like it's like when um was it, is it the I forget with all this political stuff, but the right-wing people or left-wing people, whichever one says you should believe all women when they say they're victims, that goes out the window as soon as you think about the same, Maxwell. <laughs> it's very true. Piece of shit. <laughs> it's such a dumb thing, that is, believe every victim. You're fucking crazy. Why would you do that? Just believe someone. So you've never met a woman that lies. Dreadful. I said the same thing you've said it to men. Yeah. Don't believe any, don't just believe anyone. Oh, <laughs> well, do you believe in magic? Um, do you believe in magic? Well, do you actually believe? I know I can't know you do, to be fair, but do you believe most things that you hear? Do, uh, do like I believe most things that I hear about ghost stories or experiences? No, you know, I don't. I'm a very um, I believe uh, the, real, the realism of a lot of it, but a lot of the time I'm like. But did you know? But it depends what it is. I'm open to certain things. You never know. It could be real. You could be experiencing it right now. Oh no, it could be real. And we'll never know. Like... Yeah. Well, if that it's really... close, stuff like that, I'm always a bit more open to it just because I I, I know the uh, yeah. Well, that leads me into my stories that I've got for you. So, how many stories do you want to hear? As many as you want. Okay, I've got a few lined up, so we'll, we'll take it away and, and see how we go. So, guess where I've come for these? My good friend, KD. Uh, a place that I do know is actually very good for ghost stories, Reddit. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So I'm going to read a few off, and I, I don't know if they're true, I don't know if they're false. Um, but people have commented and people seem to like them and I'm just going to read them and see what you think. So okay. I'll I'll give um, the name, I'll credit where it's due on Reddit. Credit on Reddit. Um, credit on <laughs> so this was uh, posted by um, Thizdude or Tizdude. I don't, I don't know how to say that, but T-H-I-Z-Z dude. Oh, okay. 420. Yeah, Tizdude 420. I was just about to try and say the name, and I realised there is no way I'm going to be able to be able to pronounce T H I Z Z with your with your small small tongue. It's a disability, and I yeah. would appreciate you not. To, yeah. 
<laughs> so, this one, the title of this one is My niece told me she hates the tall old man who lives in her mum's apartment. Ooh. My niece lives in Albuquerque. She comes back every week to stay with me and my girlfriend. One day, I ask what it's like living in Albuquerque. She tells me it's fine, but... Long pause. <laughs> I ask, but... She tells me that she hates the tall old man. I ask, who do you mean? She says, the tall old man who watches my mum sleep. I'm creeped out by this and brush it off as her imagination. Then one day, I get a call from my niece's mum. She's in hysterics. She says she's had a Native American... Native American ceremony, and their medicine man said <laughs> We said she had a Native American in her. What? Cut. Cut. No, um, that is not being cut out. <laughs> so, Native American ceremony. Not naked. Native American. Oh, I'm, not, um, I'm, not, I'm not judging. And the, uh, and the medicine man said there is an old man who's wo- who, who was working and fell off the roof of the apartments that they live in. Had his brain splattered, his brain splattered in the apartment floor, <laughs> and the company just power washed his blood and brains away. The medicine man says the spirit now claims the apartment as his own and will do what he has to keep people out. Needless to say, they moved out. Well, yeah, <laughs> that is, that's the most random story that I came across. I was like, this this is weird. There was a lot then. Did you say the ghost was there? Because so, apparently, said a bit again. So, it doesn't. He fell off the off the roof of the apartment, and his brain splattered all along the floor outside and the then apartment. They it away with a power washer. Yeah, basically. See, I once again, no, I could believe that. Just for okay. the simple fact that some people are dumb. Y- yeah, that, that's Human true. stupidity is a very true thing. So I could imagine very that true. pissing off a ghost. <laughs> that's the kind of thing that would make you real think. You, you know, you hear about the whole like this. Um, what is it when you? Oh, there's a word for it, isn't there? When you um, mess up someone's like burial, like you sacri- not sacrilege. Um, um, desecrate. 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 That's my man. There you yeah, go. That's the word. Desecrate, um, of course, essentially. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a bit of a context. Like, there's a bit of detail about the tall man. So the the niece um, basically tells the person that my niece told me he. He was tall. He had white hair, very skinny, and give a condescending look. And she would run, run off thinking she was in trouble. Why are you looking at me? Looking at your mom for? <laughs> you know what's weird, man, is that kids as well do seem to have more of an ability to see these things because they're not being, you know, they're more open. But the medicine man told the mom that it's true. The medicine man told the mum that the, the, a man died, and don't forget. What? No, no, I, I was agreeing with you. I was just saying oh. that <laughs> kids, kids are a lot more likely to. It just seems to be a norm. The kids are more successful with seeing them, but she might not have been able to see it if she'd have woke very up. True. That's very true. That's very true. But yeah, that's um, that's a weird one. <laughs> Apparently, they feel cold spots in the rooms as well. So. Yeah, another common thing, though. Yeah, another common thing it is. Do you want to hear another one? Oh, man, yeah. So this one uh, was posted by uh, Fafnir860, and it's titled Hotel Ghost. A bit of background. I grew up in a very haunted house, occupied mostly by benevolent spirits. So contact with spirits isn't new to me. My faith has also led me uh, to working. Uh, lightly with spirits so this experience wasn't startling or creepy to me so my wife and i recently took a weekend trip to ashland or to get away from the stress of life uh, we were staying in a recently renovated hotel in an, in an area that has history of paranormal activity though no one has reported this at the hotel it's a chain so that's expected i woke up at approximately 3 30 a.m feeling extremely warm despite sleeping next to the ac or the aircon, which was set to 62 degrees. I figured I was just dehydrated, and as I've been having hydration issues lately, most likely due to stress from work, I rolled onto my back to grab my cup of water when I felt felt cool hair in my face. Maybe you meant air. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means there. Uh, that hair know. was so cold. Oh, wait, no, no. Listen to this. I knew it wasn't my wife's hair, as the shampoo has a certain scent, and how she was laying wouldn't allow her face to cover my face. I drank my water and I rolled back over and fell back to sleep. Next thing I know, I feel a weight behind me over the blanket and the sheets. I feel a tingling on my leg, which slowly moved up and down. I figured this to be my back issues acting up again and shrugged it off. This person has a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Well, no, at least they're very aware of yeah, it, you know. Um, kind of so... me out. I had a shiver when you were going through it. I was like, oh, God. Did you? Oh. Yeah, creeping into your bed. That, that, that whole thing, man, is scary, like yeah. waking up and just... I've never experienced that, thank God. Lucky. You were lucky. The only experience I've ever had with ghosts was in an open space, so at least I could run away. I didn't, but I could looks like this person doesn't have that opportunity to <laughs> so uh shortly after i felt the weight on the blanket press harder my back and stomach got cold and i felt the hair on my back again i was cuddling my wife so her hair could not be on my back okay. after, about, after about an hour the weight lifted from a bed and my body temperature balanced out again typically I'd he was just, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He was just sitting there for an hour cuddling his wife with some hair rubbing on his back just for an hour. <laughs> He's to wake her up, wouldn't you? Wake up. You didn't think to turn your head and have a look in that whole time. I know, yeah. I suppose he was just too... Well, he or she would, was just too scared. Probably, yeah. I'm taking a piss, but I don't know if I would, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> I think I'd yeah. probably turn. I think I'd probably turn, if I'm honest. But then I'd still be creeped out. I'd um, turn out, out, out the hotel, whatever time it was. I'd be gone. Yeah, just run away at 3.30am. So, yeah, out on the streets in uh, Ashland. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd rather run into some random chap guy in the middle of Ashland in my boxes and run into yeah. whatever the fuck was stroking my back with his hair. <laughs> Maybe it was a tail. Maybe it was a dog. A ghost dog. That, that doesn't make it any better. Could look up to him instead of your wife. Um, Even though they, they do say if you ever, like, you know, really get the chance to come up to a ghost, don't be scared because they're probably more scared than you. Tell them that, they're, yeah. that they are dead and they'd be aware of it then and they may move on. It's a yes. kind of... I respect that. I respect that. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> typically, I'd assume I had an episode of sleep paralysis. Woo! Um, but I was able to move as I wished and did not suffer from um, any of the hallucina other hallucinations. So, like, I don't know, like the, the hat man that we discussed and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. After this experience and I awoke, I felt a new light in myself and my stress seemed to melt away. It was the most pleasant paranormal experience I've ever had, but I was sure to instruct the spirit to not follow me, just in case. I might, I'll oh. move my, I'll move my security camera to point into my house rather than outside. If the spirit did not listen to my instructions to remain at the hotel, I'll be sure to post the videos. Yeah, I've been worried about that, about it following me though. Yeah, I, I get that. I kind of feel like um, it was... Sounds like a guardian angel if he's like his his stress has been taken away from him. Yeah, and from the same thing as well. What you said at the end as well explains a bit more as to why he might have just been waiting for that hour because he felt like a sense of calm or something in that because yeah. you do hear about that a lot of the time if you it's do. one that doesn't seem bad, you get yeah. an overwhelming sense of happiness or relief or just chillness. Yeah. yeah. I mean he goes on to comment against a few people's questions. It's would a ghost appear on security cameras? So it's good your back issues were resolved. Um, helpful huggy ghost probably just wanted a cuddle. And then Wait, fair enough. the poster goes on to post. Not sure if there's enough energy at my place for a spirit to, to appear, but if it, um, if this one's anything like the ones I grew up with, moving things can be. I've seen videos of large items move, but I've only ever seen mold like flickering and like a hand towel lift and drop growing up. So. As we know, he had some weird experiences. Doesn't go into saying too much about them, but I suppose this was quite a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, story number two. I, um, see, there's a there's a lot to that that I like as well. Like, I think as well, it's houses are the scariest things to be haunted. Like hotels and stuff. Yeah. At least you're leaving, but even if it's not your house, it's the idea of being in a normal house. Yeah. When shit's going on, especially when he does it in the day too. If you've seen any. <laughs> Um, you know, The Shining, that's based on um, a haunting at a hotel, isn't it? Like the, about the overlook yeah. hotel. Stephen King um, wrote about it. He can't went there. The, can't think what the real score now. Yeah, I watched something on it not that long ago because I didn't realise that it was a legitimate haunted thing. But you can, 
when they walk you through, you can see it looks just like it. The maze is tiny. Yeah. The Stanley Hotel. The Stanley Hotel. That's it, yeah, the Stanley Hotel. It's weird, though, because, um, as we mentioned, it's from the 1977 book by Stephen King, The Shining. I think it's called the Overlook Hotel in that, and then the film was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But um, a lot of people seem to think that Stanley Kubrick went there, but he never did. Yeah, wouldn't have something. I don't think I've ever heard that. But yeah, but yeah, that, that that's apparently got loads of cold spots and weird stuff going on there. So a creepy hotel. Uh, where are we? So on to um, story number three. Uh, this was posted by OK Rabbit six seven six one, and this is titled "Giant Ghost Hand." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is where you might lose me. <laughs> um, in brackets, first experience. So you never know; there might be more. Um, I like that. He, he he knows this is the first one, the first of many. Just, just episode one. When I was nine and a half years old, I had my first paranormal experience. I woke up around three a.m. It's always three a.m., isn't it? Three fifteen. Yeah. Witching hour. Witching hour. Witching hour. Three a.m. I had. Uh, yeah, I'd always had a natural habit of checking the time, even as a kid, and I remember. The time was actually 3.03am. For some odd reason, when I lived in that house, I would always wake up around that time, but only in that room and in that house. Anyway, as I was glancing at the clock, I happened to notice at the corner of my eye, I, I, I saw something floating. I then turned my attention to my door, my doorless closet. So I'm oh. assuming a closet without a door. So uh, a hole in the wall. hole in the wall. And on the top of the shelf was a ghostly transparent head. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> So there was a wardrobe, and he saw a head in the wardrobe. So there's a wardrobe, like like yeah. a, like a gap, and then there's yeah, a yeah. shelf. Yeah. And then he or she saw a transparent head. There you go. Okay. Uh, so translucent. Trans. Uh, trans. Translucent. Yes. I was in complete shock, and I just laid there frozen and fright. As I was finally working up the courage to get up and run out of my room, suddenly a giant ghost hand, tran translucent ghost hand, rose up from the round like a video game enemy. <laughs> Dark Souls. Um, right. <laughs> it was nearly seven okay, foot okay. tall. And at that moment... I was... Wait, it was nearly seven foot tall? Yeah. The hand. The hand. The hand. Right. Not tall the... in what sense? What was he standing on? Was he like walking like thing from... I imagine thing from... Um, I think it was just like... I thought it was an arm too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was just a hand, a hand like this. There's the floor. I'm, I'm, I'm going to imagine a hand walking like that. Yeah, it was nearly seven foot tall, and that moment I lost the courage to move, and just started and just stared at it. When suddenly it swung back and lunged forwards at me, lunged towards me. Sorry, I instantly hid, uh, hid under the covers, shaking. And after what seemed like forever, I finally took a peek and saw that both the hand and the head were completely gone. I wouldn't even be able to see the head still. There was a seven-foot hand in front of him. <laughs> They're translucent. They can see through them. True. Good point. I forgot that. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> how that head felt, because that is definitely not his hand. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a uh, really bad, really sorry. weird situation for that ghost. Like, that ghost is having a bad day. <laughs> Where are we? Yeah. So, apparently, they looked at the clock. The time was now 3.08. Only five minutes had passed during this encounter. I ran out of bed turned the light on and grabbed my baseball bat and never wanted to <laughs> sleep that night. <laughs> oh, wait. There's a ghostly head and a giant ghostly hand in my bedroom. I'm going to wait for five minutes and then get a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, did, what, he should have done, what he should have done is drunk a load of milk to counteract all the fucking drugs in his system. That's what he should have done. Man, this, this person wasn't even called 420 and this one's the most weirdest one. Um, anyway... <laughs> so he didn't go to sleep that night. Fair enough. Uh, as most parents, as you don't when you're on crack normally. Yeah. As most parents, mine didn't believe me when I told them what happened, and I, and said I was just making it up. Mind you, it was nine as well. To be fair, at the time. So. Oh, we were, oh, I forgot that part. Yeah. So fair okay. Enough. Okay. I forgot that part. Listen to this. Little did I know that would be the beginning of continuous encounters to this day forward, and completely made me a believer. On a curious note, has anyone experienced something similar? No. What has he gone on to tell us any more experiences with the nope. giant hand? Not that I can see. Bear with me just a second. 
Um, someone, this was only posted like two weeks ago. Someone put, cool story, bro. Uh, thanks for sharing. I'm sure myself and others would like to hear more of the experiences you had. Absolutely. Appreciate your feedback. It's, it's a reply. There's more. I found more stories. Oh, Do you want me to read I like it? these. Yeah, yeah. I like these. Okay. I think there's one. I think he's done one more on his on his page. I'll, I'll send you Oh, that. the actual guy. The same okay. guy. The same guy. I'll, I'll read another. Do you want me to read his story or do you want me to go on to another story? I don't, man, I'm happy for however, whatever. So, I, I, got, I just like hearing them. We'll go oh, for two stories left. I've got this one. There you go. Okay. And, You're back and now. So, I've got this one from the same user. This is one of his other encounters. So, disembodied chanting and a strange vision. Back with another experience I had this time as a teenager. This one happened when I was 15 years old, and on this night, I woke up at 3 a.m. on the dot. This time, I couldn't move my body, only my eyes. Sleep paralysis. I thought I was having sleep paralysis episode, but the strange part was I started to feel a tingling needle-like pain all over my body, and as the pain was growing, I started to hear a strange chanting. I can't describe the language except old, maybe old Latin. Wow, this is tying in really nicely. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> would always assume, though. Yeah. Anyhow, as the chant got louder and louder, all of a sudden had a strange vision come to me. It was in black and white. I saw a river and out of nowhere, a blood curdling scream can be heard. And in the vision, a hooded elderly woman casted herself into the river. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this might be a dream. Same. <laughs> when she was in the water, the vision ended and the chanting was slowly starting to fade. As that was happening, the needle pain was subsiding and I could finally start moving my body. I looked at the clock and the time was 3.05. The experience lasted five minutes. I couldn't go back to sleep as I was terrified and scared the event would repeat itself. I never experienced something like this again. I don't think it was sleep paralysis because I've had this before and it's nothing compared to this. Anyone here had any any similar encounter? Yes. That's how that sounds like a dream and he's he's in sleep paralysis and just coming out. Yeah. Sorry. So nothing sorry. about that sounds like a real ghost story. Sorry, person. Get, I'm get not a, sorry. Get the thumbs down from me. Moving on to the final story. I, just before you say that, I've never understood the concept of disembodied chanting. How yeah. can that be? Some of you hear disembodied voices, like. It's like disembodied. It's like like disembodied normally means not connected to a body. Like a voice yeah. isn't connected to a body. It's just weird. Yeah. I suppose he's hearing it out of nowhere. Um, well, but yeah, if someone's standing you, around the corner, you'd hear it out of nowhere. When when you can like when you do have like sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis, you can like hear stuff still. So that could have just been stuff out of their dream. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. I'm not saying he wouldn't hear it. I'm not yeah. saying that he didn't think it. No, no, no. no yeah. I just wanted to know if the hand makes a re-emergence. Yeah, same. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that one. <laughs> He's going to get killed by a finger at the butt. <laughs> or Hitler. Hitler! Or An Annalise. Annalise um, and Hitler put their finger in my bomb! Finger in my bomb! <laughs> um, finally... It's nice! <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Finally, we've got a um, got quite an interesting one. Uh, this, was, this was actually posted a day ago by Too Ghostly, and the title of this is "I Keep Hearing Knocking on My Bedroom Window at 3 a.m. Every Night." Always at 3 a.m. It's it's one of them. It's hard when you hear that. It's like, is it because that's the whole witching hour thing, or is yeah. it because people just always assume it should happen at 3 a.m. So they think in their head it's happening at 3 a.m. Yeah, because there's. The whole thing is no like um I used to always think like why when I look at the clock is it always on the night I always seem to look at the clock at twenty three twenty three yep it's like and then you eventually realise what they say is no you look at the clock many times but you only take notice of yep. twenty three twenty three because it's in your head that's true same for eleven eleven well, yeah whatever <laughs> what make a wish it was an old I don't know I just remember it being eleven eleven people used to say make a wish for some reason I don't know anyway. Um, so yeah, keep hearing knocking on my bedroom window at 3 a.m. every night. You know where this is going, don't you? 3 a.m. in the morning, I put my keys in the door and buy it. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm glad you're not the singer in my band. <laughs> and I guess I must have killed them. Killed them. Ah! You okay? 
nothing. You have an episode? I like Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Every night I keep hearing this weird tapping sound coming from my bedroom window that always wakes me up in the middle of the night. You said 3 a.m. So, so, <laughs> so me getting irritated. I can middle of the night. Yeah. I consider that middle of the night too. Yeah. So me getting irritated by this sound. Uh, I get up from my bed to check what on earth is making this awful sound. I wish that I did not pull back that dreadful curtain to look outside because what waited on the other side is something so terrifying no human being should ever see. Once I pulled back that curtain, there was a little girl looking into my window, but this wasn't your happy, cheerful girl. No, this was literally pure evil. It was dark outside, but it was light enough that I was able to see some of her features. Her face was covered by her black hair, so it was impossible to see her facial features. Her skin looked pale, as if it was dead for a while, and her clothes were white, as if she was wearing a wedding dress or a nightgown. Oh, no, no. I stood there frozen, unable to move, until she started to move her hands. Me looking at her terrified dread and dreading what was about to happen, I tried to tear my ears, eyes away. Not my ears. I tried to... <laughs> oh, that's so freaky, though. The idea of it in my head. Like, no, no, no. I can just see the ring girl. No, yeah, no. Just like, it reminds me of like, uh, Sadako from the ring. Um, was she on the other side of the window as well at this point still? Yeah, yeah. So she's like floating too. Yeah. It's even worse. I tried to tear my eyes away from whatever this thing was. It's like I was paralysed and unable to move. She moved her hands close to her face and revealed her face to me. And what I saw was terrifying. She had menacing eyes, darker than night itself. A big, smiling, stitch-up mouth that looked like it reached from ear to ear, like a Chelsea smile. Mm. And her face looked so pale and wrinkly as if it had been dead for a long time. This scared me so bad that what she did next was something that was unexpected. She began banging on the window with her hands as she stared at me with her evil menacing look that made me fall on the floor screaming. And near on the verge of crying because all I was thinking was, what in the hell was that? I was so terrified that I ran out of my room to my bathroom to, hi to hide and to calm down. I stayed in there for an hour until I felt brave enough to go back to see if she was still there. And when I did, she was gone. The one thing I learned from this is to never look outside your window at 3 a.m. in the morning. I don't know if that's what I take from that. <laughs> yeah, it's always 3 a.m. So yeah, that sounds pretty uh, demonic to me. A lot of people yeah. will comment on that and say, and say this does sound like a d demonic tactic. Um, does the sapping, do, do the tapping sound comes in threes? Yes, they repeat three times and then stop. Um, and other people asked, do you ever experience anything like this during the day? Absolutely. There was a little comment down here. So why, if he experiences all this stuff in the day, why is he only just mentioning this one now? And not yeah, mention the other stuff before the day one, during yeah. the story? Yeah. Please ask someone to bless your house is another comment from another Reddit Uber, <laughs> which I think is fair. I would do the same. Uh, so I mean, I don't see why that would make any difference. From what I've heard, any time that happened, once again, yeah. with this exorcism one that I did, it makes it worse. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like they get pissed off by it and uh, start doing shit. Yeah. But uh, well, if you were some, like, you know, high, let's say, like, for example, they're aware that they're ghosts and they can do this, you know, if, if you were just some person walking in that thought, oh, I know everything, I know how to do this, I know how to get rid of it, it would piss them off. You'd be like, who the fuck are you? It's true. Yeah, I even true. know who I am very true i mean and I don't, I don't believe in demons either i think they're all the same thing you see a lot of um you know with these films when we see like the exorcisms they get really pissed off don't they uh, the, exactly, the, yeah, the, yeah. it was a pretty good one actually i mean it's not um, a it's not amazing film but it's found footage and we love found footage i think it's called the last exorcism that was pretty interesting i think it came out uh, in 2013 it's very similar to like exorcism of uh, emily rose and like the exorcist but like just on yeah. a handheld camera I feel, like, I feel like i've seen that I, i've seen a lot of them but they all just kind of mold together don't they? It's a, especially but, when uh, like it, it went through like a little boom period of ghost stuff like it did it did and um you know found footage films they were they're same same for paranormal activity like they they were really big a few years back and there are some really great ones out there like um yeah yeah have you seen as above so below no that's that, a great one no What's that, that one's uh, about the paris catacombs and just being oh, the, I've the, seen the, that the great way to help yeah, yeah i've, seen, I've seen the poster actually i do find that really interesting the catacombs in that really yeah it's just 
fucking schools lined along the fucking wall and that yeah Creepy. and for people to believe in ghosts then like us like i don't see how there couldn't be shit down there yeah definitely but that's that film's pretty good for stuff like that um yeah. and another, another one is um grave encounters and it starts off like you know you get these awful shows where it's like they're ghost hunters and they're just absolutely yeah. pathetic and they're just like yeah. so cheesy it starts off like that and they go to investigate this asylum but it turns out to be real so they're going in knowing it's all false like everything's false so going, ghosts aren't, yeah ghosts aren't real yeah. and they got the but, but like coming across on their TV show like yeah we're the ghost experts oh but they go in like probably about 80% of the actual ghost experts yeah. on telly are like that probably definitely and they go into this assignment thinking it will be the same but it's worse oh well be, um, no that sounds quite cool um, now the fucking thank you for freaking me out Evan. you are welcome I hope you sleep well and I hope you enjoy those <laughs> oh one thing you might like actually then considering you like all them is um, have you I'm sure we spoke about it last time. The new Unsolved Mysteries series. Yes. Netflix. I've not seen them? it. Not the new series. Um, I'm currently watching Sherlock, of all things. Um, oh, okay. With, with Fran, because she's never seen it and she's loving it. So, is that, yeah. um, Which one is that? That's not the Benedict Cumberbatch one, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's the Benedict oh. Cumberbatch one. Yeah, that's the one we're, we're, uh, we're watching. Currently. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Elementary. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, uh, the other one. Yeah, the yeah. Lucy Lou, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sense. Yeah, I haven't watched that. No, I haven't watched any of the Sherlock stuff. But um, on yeah, on Unsolved Mysteries, one of the episodes, uh, the last one is, I think it's the last one or the one before last. Yeah. Uh, it's all about ghosts, but it's about the one Japanese tsunami, and uh, um, yeah, my um, my drummer in the band was telling me about this actually because he loves that yeah. show. As well. Also, he likes this show. So shout out to Adam. Thanks, thanks for listening. What? He likes our show as well, so thanks for listening. Good man. He's a drummer. He's, he's going to be yeah, smart. Expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's interesting because with that Unsolved Mysteries, you see a lot of them are all like the um, the police corruption and stuff, and then all of a sudden you get a yeah. random one, like a UFO one, like in the first season. You're like, what? That was unexpected. I think I'm definitely going to... There's one in there that um, you'll probably see when you get to it about this guy who escaped prison, a child killer, and Ooh. so messed up. And I'm going to yeah. cover that. Um, um, I already know when we come back I've got my first and second story ready because the first one I'm going to do a lot of research into it to make sure what I'm saying is right because I'll tell you actually I'm going to do but in the first one and I remember reading into a lot before and being debatable over certain things so I want to have a proper look at it again you know We should do a follow-up to this as well. We should bring some actual, a few little like ghost videos that we showed at the beginning. We should, we should. Yeah, yeah. There's one where it's like that secure, I don't know if you've seen it, like it's a security footage camera of uh, a hotel and all you can like hear is like screaming in the hotel rooms. Um, And it's just, I'm not sure where it is. It's just on YouTube. Like I'll have to to show you and we can, we can show it another time, but. Oh, oh, is it like a ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, okay, got you, got you. Caught, like caught on camera like these screams but they're just coming out of nowhere so okay there's, yeah. there's some really good ones there's some in a mine where you can hear the same kind of things too a and mine. they chained a mine and the chains are dangling as he's going into the mine it's like why are they moving and you hear all these screams and he's on his own that's cool um there's True. one like in the school there's been a few I, I this is this bothers me in the same way as aliens people always say hold on if aliens or ghosts were real mm. then with all the cameras we've got nowadays we'd see them you go on YouTube, any of you watching right now, go on YouTube, type in ghosts or a real life ghost. There's fuck loads of videos on there. Everyone just assumes they're fake because you can fake them so easily. It's, yeah, it's pretty much, that's why yeah. they, they get thrown out a lot. Exactly. And I'm sure, like, I, I would assume like 60, 70% of them probably are fake, but you've got to yeah. assume some of them, you know, I would assume some of them are real anyway when I think it's complete fact. So, Same. yeah. So. If you want to be creeped out tonight, that's what everyone should do. Halloween night. After coming to watch, you know, after coming, you know, watching this and then later on tonight and then after coming to Leicester to see this beautiful person on stage, <laughs> then, you know, creep yourself out at the, at the end of it by watching some nasty ass ghost stories. I forgot where I was going with that then, mid-sentence. That, that's fine. It sounds good to me. <laughs> But um, 
Uh, I think that um, right. wraps everything up. And oh, um, I think it does. I would just like to wish you, sir, you, and all our listeners a very spooky Halloween. Uh, I would like to wish the same thing as well. And this is the safest time of the year, safest holiday of the year. Everyone wears masks anyway, so be safe and wear your mask. Good point. When you go out. Good point. Yeah. We, uh, Are we making that point on stage later? Great. Excellent. Well, I hope it goes well for you. No, thank you very much, man. We'll catch, we'll catch up soon for yep. episode 14, I believe. Yeah, so see you later, everyone. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hitler! Hitler is coming for all of you! <laughs>